After 10 years of trying, the Defense Department finally has completed its first ever financial audit. That might seem odd for an organization that spends something like $700 billion a year and has $2.7 trillion worth of assets, but anyhow. The results aren't surprising. It failed. Well, now what? Federal News Network's Scott Mossioni joins me with that story. And Scott, let's start with what they learned in doing this massive audit. I mean, failing means what? Right. So pretty obvious that they're going to fail. They've been working on this, like you said, for a decade. Uh, That failure is just pointing out all the things that DOD needs to do to be more fiscally responsible. And the leadership is really taking that into account. Deputy Defense Secretary Patrick Shanahan spoke yesterday and said that this is really a learning opportunity. And, um, you know, it's it's not important that what the opinion is, but rather that the audit, they take it seriously, they find the deficiencies, and that they move forward from that. So that's really what they're working on. Who conducted the audit? An outside firm? So they had uh, actually a, a handful of outside firms as, as well as the DOD inspector general. So all of them together, it's actually quite a, a big uh, uh, team. So it was a team of about 1,000 auditors to complete the analysis. There was 150 just to overlook the whole audit itself and the agency-wide. Um, there were 600 DOD locations they went to, 40,000 requests for documentation, and they tested more than 90,000 sample types. So uh, there was a lot of work that went into this. Yeah, a lot of lying to eat a big elephant. And I bet they came up with two or three recommendations. Oh, you bet. So, um, you know, obviously one of the biggest ones for DOD is the IT situation. I mean, IT is, they have so many different systems in so many different areas that sometimes it's hard to find out exactly what is going with what, uh, right? And and getting these different uh, systems to talk to each other. So that was one of the, the issues that they talked about. Another one was just purely not knowing exactly what they have in certain areas. There's buildings that were unaccounted for, um, material that's unaccounted for. Uh, and, and so Patrick Shanahan, the, the deputy defense secretary, he was talking about what it was like in industry. He was a former CEO of Boeing, or well, a top senior official in Boeing. And he said he's used to having 99.99% inventory in a, you know, down to the, the, the tiniest little nut and bolt. Well, DOD doesn't have that. And uh, that's that's a serious problem. And there's many different ways that they can account for things. But right now they can't. Because when the Pentagon requires accountability and auditability from its contractors, they want to count the nuts and bolts that the contractors have, and yet they don't uh, – it's like the schoolmaker's children. Right. You know, contractors have more of a uh, hand in, in keeping a, a good inventory because contractors rely on profit, and that profit goes directly to the things that they own and the things that they buy. So, uh, you know, when it comes down to actually turning a profit, industry really wants – inventory to be correct. DOD, on the other hand, it's using taxpayer money, so they're not as uh, as as uh, strict with the counting, but hopefully they will be in the future. Well, I think they're well motivated. I think they all operate in a system. If it takes a thousand auditors just to look at it, clearly people are operating in a system that's beyond any one person's ability to take in. And I said the auditors came up with a few suggestions. In fact, you're reporting they came up with 2,000 suggestions, didn't they? Yeah, there, there were a total of 2,000, and we're not going to have the full report until uh, December. They only really gave us some of the main issues. Another one of those main issues was health care. It's something that DOD spends $50 billion a year on, and uh, you know some of the efficiencies that they want to find, they've already put into place through Congress. The DOD is taking some of the military treatment facilities and putting them under the Defense Health Agency's uh, logistics and, and uh, authority. They're hoping that that will save some money, but um, 
there's a lot of areas that have been bloated. Uh, the fourth estate is another one that uh, they think that they can really cut some serious areas out of. So, um, you know, there, there's the a lot. The fourth estate being? The fourth estate being the agencies that are, don't fall under the military services, but rather are their own components under DOD. That would include the Defense Information Systems Agency, contracting agencies, things like that. We're speaking with Federal News Network Scott Massioni. Any other big takeaways? One of the big takeaways, I think, is is what the taxpayers are going to get out of this. And uh, you have to remember, like you said in the beginning here, that there was a $700 billion budget for 2018. The 2019 budget is looking like it's going to be about $717 billion, and it might go up to $733 billion in 2020. So, you know, they I think DOD wants to show that it's really being held accountable and it's treating the taxpayers with the respect that they deserve when they actually um, give their money to DOD consistently considering that it takes up more than half of the discretionary spending of of the whole budget. Yeah, until the interest rates go up. And what are some of the reactions in the Pentagon and especially also on Capitol Hill? Well, I think within the Pentagon, like I said, Patrick Shanahan's taking this as a learning experience. The DOD IG, this is the, actually the acting IG right now, also kind of said it's no surprise that DOD failed this audit, but uh, that it's a fully and fairly accountable uh, thing and that they need to identify deficiencies, provide the department with the information that's necessary to fix them, and they're going to keep supporting them along the way, giving them report cards on how they're working on these recommendations. As far as Capitol Hill, House Armed Services Committee Chairman Mac Thornberry said the same thing. It's uncovered a matter of issues that that DOD and Congress must work on together. They need to take this as an opportunity and not something to kind of keep themselves down to reform their efforts and make an, an efficient and agile DOD. Now, as we've discussed earlier, Mac Thornberry won't be the chairman much longer. It looks like it's going to be Adam Smith, who is a little bit less of a hawk and more of a budget hawk, if you will. Right. And he's going to be tougher on the Pentagon. Will, as the administration prepares 2020 budgets and starts thinking about 2021, it's not too early. Do you think that this will provide fuel to those that want to really rein in the Pentagon spending? Uh, You know, I'm not sure that it's necessarily going to provide fuel to rein in spending, but rather to force efficiencies and force reforms uh, more. Uh, I think Adam Smith has made it clear that he doesn't want to cut the budget too much, but rather just spend responsibly. And what that means is not putting all your money into spreading it all around and trying to cover every single base, but rather focusing on specific topics that the United States can uh, have expertise in and then rely on allies to kind of shore up some of those uh, shortfalls. So, you know, the United States might focus on nuclear capabilities, cyber, submarines, things like that, and then um, focus on, you know, uh, Italy and Spain and, and England to do some of the other other issues. And to get those efficiencies, they had a chief management officer. The first one did not work out. He was kind of let go by Defense Secretary Mattis. But I think Mattis might have been anticipating this in hoping for faster progress on some of these fourth estate and trim backs that he was looking for to save money. Right. So the the CMO was supposed to find $46 billion in efficiencies. That is supposedly still on the way, according to Patrick Shanahan. But uh, right now the CMO is gone, and that number three position, which is now the number three position in DOD, is vacant. So uh, Patrick Shanahan said that they're hoping to find more efficiencies within this audit to make that $46 billion grow even more into savings. So you might really say in some ways the audit was a success simply by having it done and completed, and now they've got the 2,000 recommendations, and they know where the weaknesses are. I mean, maybe maybe that's good news. 
Well, it's certainly the way they're trying to spin it, right? Because DOD is, like you said, $2.6 trillion of uh, equipment and, and buildings. So at this point, at least we have something to go off of instead of just a big X in the middle of the DOD. And two quick questions. Is the audit text public yet? So it's not it's not public yet. It will be in December. There's going to be a bunch of reports. The The actual statement itself is out. Just a, a quick opinion from the IG office. And that's it right now. And do we know what the audit itself cost? Right. So that was uh, close to four hundred million dollars. And then there's expectations that the recommendations themselves will also cost more than five hundred million dollars to actually fix. So we're looking close to a billion dollars just to fix things to save more money. So we'll see how that ends up. A bargain at twice the price. Federal News Network Scott Mossioni, thanks so much. Thank you. Be sure to check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com.